apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Mac Home Mortgage, an equal housing lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 2011280L. Call for additional details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G-Men uh, Giants Football Podcast. And we will get to the Giants. I'm Big Jace, joined by King Zay. But uh, we got to start off talking about what happened, uh, sadly, uh, last night on Monday Night Football. Uh, unable to continue the game due to DeMar Hamlin uh, getting injured, uh, unresponsive, uh, in crew, in uh uh, he suffered a cardiac arrest on the field, um, still in critical condition. Uh, they were trying to resuscitate him with CPR for nine minutes on the field. Um, it's just very, very rough. Um, it's a very, very sad day in sports uh, all over to see something like that happens. And uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him. Zay, uh, wh- what did you think of the situation that happened last night? Uh- just an you know absolute scary scene. Something you know we've never really seen in sports before, or rarely seen in sports. We've seen you know ambulance on the field, but never for a situation that serious or you know that to that level or extent. So you know we're, we're you know all trying to you know process it and move on the best way we can, and you know eventually find our way back to sports. But what's most important right now is. DeMar Hamlin's health and, you know, getting him healthy and making sure he's, you know, out of critical condition and can just, you know, you know, live again, not necessarily even worry about playing, but just being able to live again. I think that's going to be one of the keys, you know, with everyone moving forward, you know, one of the important things we're going to be looking forward to. So, yeah, it's just, like you said, prayers to him and his family and hope, you know, things start to, you know, get better within the coming time. Yeah, uh, only time will tell, and uh, it's very, very sad, but that's just sports. It sucks to say, but, like, freak stuff happens, and uh, it really, really sucks. Um, Let's hope uh, things will get better. uh, Let's try now. Uh, I know that there is a sad aura, but let's turn that around uh, and try and talk about the Giants here. Giants. 
38 and 10 over the Colts. Um, actually, I do have I do want to play a little clip here from the New York Giants TikTok uh, TikTok account. Uh, so just enjoy this. But the reality of the situation is Giants don't particularly move you. Giants don't particularly move you. Giants don't particularly move you. But I don't see three teams coming out of the uh, NFC East, and I think it's going to be Philadelphia and Dallas. I got them winning four games. I mean, B-Mac, you're talking about not, you know, having no one to expect out of Carson Wentz. How can you say that about Daniel Jones? I mean, are we serious right now? Are you the reality serious, my is, brother? Uh, this team doesn't have a good enough defense to overcome what they lack in offense. Are the New York football giants a playoff caliber team? No. It's the biggest piece of dog. They're not a playoff team, no. It's the biggest piece of dog. I don't know that the Giants are getting in. It's the biggest piece of dog. I still think the Rams are going to come back for that final wild card spot. Are you sure about that? They're going to get healthier on that offensive line. They just have too much talent, I think, uh, for New York to surpass them. And I don't trust them at all. I think they're going to get beat Sunday night in what shouldn't be a Sunday night game. Giants at Commanders. There we go. Go check out uh, the Giants TikTok account because that was that was great. Uh, yeah, a lot of people counted the Giants out. I mean, it was rough there in the the middle of the season. Get back on track. This is something we haven't seen from the Giants all, all year. Like we we've seen. Look at the Texans, the worst team in football right now. That was still a close game. The Giants play a lot of games close, and they were able to just beat the brakes off the Colts here. Uh, I, I, I don't know necessarily if that's more indicative of the Colts being a disaster, but either way, no, listen here. Either way, though, the Giants are doing something right. Daniel Jones looks great. I don't, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Giants. They look great. But uh, the, the, there is a, some other stuff going on, on on the other end. But uh, realistically, Zay, uh, this is going to be a big – this was a big game. I mean, just them demolishing them like that, I think that's huge, even though it was a bad team. And, and I said it last week, and uh, if the Giants can beat uh, the Eagles, which we'll get to a little bit here, this is a team that's getting hot at the right time. So, Zay – Realistically, can the Giants make a run? I don't see why not. Obviously, where we're sitting right now, it's hard to assume that. But first and foremost, the Giants putting a whooping on the Colts is a huge thing. Remember, the Eagles almost lost to the Colts. They won 17-16. to They won by the skin of their teeth. The Cowboys were down big at half and had to come back and pull it off almost to come back and win against the uh, against the Colts, who, again, weren't supposed to be that good of a team. And you talk about the Eagles and the Cowboys, two of the top teams in the division. And let's not forget, they put up a ton of points against the Vikings. Had they had a coach that knew what he was doing, they probably would have won that game also. So don't, you know, don't take anything away from this Colts team and don't take anything away from this Giants team because both these teams compete. The record may not show it, but these guys go out there and they compete on both sides of the ball. And you have to give kudos to both sides, the Giants for – playing a complete game from top to bottom, which we haven't seen them do in years. And the Colts, you know, again, for sticking it out, they're trying, you know, again, they play tough all year long. It just, you know, sometimes it just, you know, it doesn't always break your way sometimes. And that's what happened against the Giants where you had guys like Isaiah Hodgins and, and Richie James, and, you know, all these guys 
come up out of the blue. And now, obviously, they've been coming up over the weeks, but they really started to come out this game. We saw the Daniel Jones scramble touchdown pass to to uh, Richie James. Even Bellinger got in on the fun. He's had a couple. Of, he had a couple of big plays throughout that game. So I think what happened with the Colts is more of a timing situation. You're looking at a team that's coming into stride. I said it before earlier in the year when we were talking about it. I said if the Giants don't start off strong, I think they'll finish strong because I think with Dable, they'll they'll start to figure things out. Well, luckily for us, the Giants have started strong. They fell off a little bit, but then they got back on because Dable has kept them on, and they're starting to pick up everything. And, again, when you look at the playoffs, you look at the matchup, you know what the Giants can do. The Giants played the Vikings a couple weeks ago. That's who you were most likely going to end up drawing in the playoffs. You played the Vikings a couple weeks ago. You played them tough. It came down to a 60-yard field goal to have to win the game in a stadium that, if it wasn't a dome, you probably don't win that at MetLife. You probably don't hit that 60-yarder. Who knows how that game goes, obviously, with all the conditions. You don't know. But, again, at the end of the day, similar to 2007 with the Patriots, you given a team that didn't probably necessarily have the confidence. Now they have confidence. Like, hey, look, we could play with the best teams in our division. We could play with the top teams in the division. I, hey, I, I love that you brought up that, that game because I think – when we get into the next game over here a little bit, I think there's a lot of similarities to that. Yeah, there, there are. I see year. it too, but again, Daniel Jones, I don't want his story to be like Manning's story. This is Daniel Jones' story. I want him to go about it how he goes about it. You know, obviously going into the Eagles matchup is going to be completely different. Obviously the Eagles aren't going for undefeated. They're going for a number one seed. And <laughs> obviously we don't know if Hurts is going to play. We don't know what the situation is going to be. Obviously, there's rumors that Hurts well, is going to play because they want to lock it up. Well, let's get into that game then, because I there are rumblings that the Giants might even rest some starters now that they have playoff contention. Okay. And listen, I I am I I think you go back and you look at that 2007 season, ending the season with the Patriots. Uh, I know you're talking about Daniel Jones writing his own story and that stuff, but I think it's really from a Dable perspective. You got the the bait the breaks beaten off you by this team already. Uh, you have nothing really to lose. You already punched into the to the spot in the playoffs, and this is going to show you. This is going to be the real limits test. Are you actually competitive? Are, can you compete with these top teams in the NFC? Can you actually make a run here? Because if you can, even like that that Patriots Giants game. Uh, in 2007, if you can get it close, if you can prove to the to, to the team, the team that isn't necessarily the great, if you can prove to that that terrible receiving core, that beat up secondary, if you can prove to them that they can compete with the best team in football, I, that that's big and that that can light a fire going into the playoffs. But uh, it it could it, it, it honestly I it could it honestly could I honestly but. There are people who feel the Giants should bench some of their players, get healthy, get re- you know, get healthier for the playoffs. Because if you think about it, even if the you know if Philly beats us, it has no effect on us. You know where we really fall. It really affects Philly getting their first round by or not, basically. And for the Giants, that's a good thing because again, you can rest guys. You can get you know Dory Jackson some rest. You get Xavier McKinney another week. You can get Saquon, who's been nagging, having nagging injuries all year long between the neck, the shoulder. Give him a week. I, I, I don't know about um, Daniel Jones. 
I don't know how he is coming off, of, you know, a bye or not playing because we haven't seen a consistency, you know, a, a consistency with Dable, you know, well, not consistency, but we haven't seen a huge sample size, as you say. That's the best way to put it. We don't know how they're going to be after a week. We've only seen it once this year after a bye week. We don't know how that is after, you know, a couple of years. After a couple of years together, we'll see how they play. But right now, we don't know what Daniel Jones will get if he takes a week off. We don't know if we're going to get a good Daniel Jones. We don't know if we're going to get a bad Daniel Jones, a slow start Daniel Jones. There's just so many questions because, again, I feel like with Daniel Jones this year, we're learning a whole new guy. The guy that was there the first four years, this isn't the same guy who's out there bowling for the Giants now. This guy is somebody who has confidence. He has a grasp of the offense. He feels comfortable in the offense, and he has command of it. He didn't have command the last couple of years, but you can go out there and look and tell he has command. He has respect. When he did that slide there and during the game, and and uh, one of the fifty-eight on the Colts goes and you know basically almost tackles him while he's sliding, and you know he's got Bredesen running to the sideline. You got you got all these uh, what's the center Nick Gates? These guys ready to go out there and run and fight for you. There's that shows you there's a different level of respect now for Daniel Jones. They you know that's their guy. He didn't have that for years, so we again we're finding out new things about him every week literally i come again if i told you they were going to put up 30 points last week even against a weak team we'd all be sitting here laughing because the giants haven't done that in daniel jones's tenure for the most part yeah you you, you're right you're right about that and i i want uh getting back to to the game though uh i i think i we don't know we're not gonna know till sunday who's resting who's not who's playing who's not but I think if you're the Giants, I think you put your best guys out there because the first game you could go and you could say, hey, the Eagles, yeah, we were beat up. That that They were healthy at that point. They took advantage. If you can go in and, and compete with a beat-up Eagles team, I think that that will also give you I, – I, regardless, like realistically, we're not expecting anything when it comes to the playoffs. Really? Like, a wild card win would be great. But just being there as the Giants, especially in Dable's first year, probably going to get him coach of the year because of it. Like, this is this is where we – this is – I don't want to say it, but this is our Super Bowl right now. And we just need to see that. growth. We just that's need to see – for this that's, year, for this year, that's, that's for this year, Zay – that's about as drastic as the people who wanted the Giants to 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 tank earlier during that little losing streak and get a better draft pick and all that. That's, come on, people. Um, here's the thing: it's it, you get to the playoffs. You get over the boat curse, and now Every, we're fresh new waters. Playoffs. You get to the playoffs. Everyone's record is zero zero. Anything can happen. Any we've seen it before: breaks, all types of situation, matchups that work out for you. We don't know how the playoffs is going to play out. We don't know who's going to be the final team. And that also plays a huge factor, too. Is it going to be Green Bay? Is it going to be Seattle? It, it, that that also plays a huge factor in it, but in how far the Giants can go, obviously. You wouldn't, you know, Seattle's beat you already once this year. You've already beaten Green Bay. So, God forbid, you know, say you were to get past the first round, Minnesota, and if you draw Green Bay maybe in the second round, they get past their little whatever. Or, or, uh, could you grab Dallas? You get there's the Eagles Dallas that you could draw. I'm trying to think. No, if you beat 
You you would have been no the Giants would have been seated lower, so I think they they would get the Eagles if uh, they, get, they beat the first one. Yeah, they Minnesota. Beat, hold on, no, the Giants aren't seated lower. Hold on. All right, listen, anything can happen, but uh, <laughs> I I need a bracket. All the different playoff scenarios, but we'll see. Uh, but regardless, oh, yes, the right. just the giant. The Giants getting to the playoffs, though, like that's exceeded expectations. We did not think that this was going to happen. Like it, no one really thought this was going to happen going into the season. It, it Zay, we, we thought it could happen, but no one really truly believed it was going to happen. Especially Bro, first year in a rebuild. First year in a rebuild. I said they could win ten games for the first episode. I said we first we do Yeah, would could no no one. There was never a hard stance. That's bro. We looked at it. Everyone and I said I don't see doable. a schedule. I see games they could win. I don't see why the Giants can't win ten games. Yeah, even Vic Capone scored their record around ten wins. Yeah, they got to. I should put that clip. Dang, there's the the Giants' record was the, the schedule wasn't that daunting. And when you look around the league, there aren't that many quality teams. If I'm being honest, yeah. I, if you look at look look at the ESPN montage you played in the beginning, it's like ESPN almost brainwashes you to make teams. They you think that teams that aren't good are still good. The Rams weren't good this year. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, even losing before losing Cooper Cup, they weren't really that good this year. Dan Stafford too, but I mean, Green yeah. Bay is just coming into its own. They weren't playing really good football all year long. Seattle's been consistent. The teams that are in the playoffs for the NFC for the most part have been consistent all year long. They're Tampa having Bay. Been, Tampa Bay is uh, Tampa Bay is is a benefit of a product of you know their division. If they were in any other division, Tampa Bay probably would be. Yeah, but also, I mean, going back to that, uh, I think Tampa Bay could be feisty. No, they definitely um, could. But you, you have, anytime you have one of the greatest get going at the right time, but again, would they would they be in the playoffs in the NFC East? No. Would they be in the playoffs in the NFC West? No, maybe. No, I maybe. No, no. NFC if, West. If, that if that's rough. They carry right now. Would they be there? Maybe. I think they could with the record they carry. Yeah. Okay. With look, I I, I think they could. They did they click at the right time. Tom Brady in a playoff situation. Yeah. In a regular season situation, maybe not. No way, Jose. Uh, anything can happen. I, I think regardless, the one thing you no. can take away going into the playoffs here, NFC is wide open. AFC, on the other hand, I think it's – there's a couple teams. NFC, if you – like the Packers, the Lions, the, uh, the, the Seahawks. And, oh, no, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. All these teams that uh, – that are on the outside looking in or, or really dependent on this week to make it in that might end up being out, they might be able to make a run. The Lions, that offense is good to make a little bit of a playoff run. Especially I told you that before you told me they were bad. <laughs> you told, yeah. Anything oh, 
anything could happen to that. I literally said on the, the week we was going to play the, uh, a couple weeks before to play the Giants, I said, I'm more worried about the Lions and Redskins than I was Dallas because those teams are good. And y'all laughed at me on this show. Y'all laughed me off the show. I mean, was, Dallas is Hutchinson ain't that good. Yada, yada, yada. And now you come along. I'm happy. They, I mean, the Dallas is good. I, I mean, Dallas is definitely over Detroit and the Commanders, brother. Bro. I, I hate to say it. It sucks Bro. to say, but they are. Bro, if, if, if I'm being real to you, I, I, I'm more worried about running into those teams. Uh, obviously, Washington is not a worry no more. No more worried about running into Detroit than I am Dallas. I don't know about that. Zay, we've seen it twice already. Dallas, One time, yeah, Dallas, it was closer Dallas than the other. But... They got bad playoff luck. They got bad playoff luck. Okay. Okay. That's – that's all right. Listen, I don't want to accept it, but you got it Aaron, at times. Aaron Rodgers doesn't scare me in the playoffs, especially if it's an NFC Championship game. Well, what if he was coasting till now? What if he saved all that MVP-ness to now? That that sounded weird. Pause there for a second. He might not even make the playoffs. That'd been stupid to wait till now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, anything can happen. It, it, we, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Can you agree with me? We wouldn't be having this conversation if the Packers were the AFC. Who does Seahawks play this week? I don't the Rams, know. the Seahawks lock up a playoff because it's the last playoff spot this week. You don't think you don't think Aaron Rodgers beats the Aaron the Packers are in the driver's seat. Aaron Rodgers beats the Lions, he's it they're in. Yeah, and then I jump have to jump Seattle who'll be nine and eight. No, Seattle's nine and eight. Would also be nine, it'd be right in there. Yeah, but Green Bay holds the tiebreaker over Seattle. Green, Green Bay's, yeah, they hold the tiebreaker out of those three. It's crazy. They, it, it's crazy, but it, that is the truth. Say, based off of what? Um, did they play earlier in the season? I no, I that's what they I'm saying. Had based off of what? They haven't played. Then <laughs> uh, point total or something. I don't know, Zay. I, I, I no I'm way point just... total. No way point total. Seattle has been one Zay, of the highest I teams don't... all year. No, uh, higher. I don't know. I have no clues. There. There's no way. Seattle gets that last. What is what is what is the scenario? What is the scenario? Green Bay needs. Oh, division wins. I division wins. That's the tiebreaker. Division wins. They're not in the same division. Oh, division wins amongst the division. Yeah. That's fucking. Stupid. So that's why. That's stupid. Okay. Excuse my language. On here. That's so. <laughs> that, yeah. that that that's, that's a stupid one. I'm like they didn't play. So yeah, come, come so, yeah Aaron Rodgers is in the driver's seat. Winning in situation. What no matter, we'll be talking about Seattle in the playoffs. I I want ultimately yeah. I think I want Aaron Rodgers to lose and Seattle to lose. I, I want to see want Detroit that. in the playoffs, baby. Either. Madness. Madness. Detroit scares me because that's that's a team that can mess around and get hot. <laughs> Yeah, that's a team that yeah. can mess around again. A lot of people don't think it. They could. That Dave offense Brown is good go off. Swift, they got some talent over there. Yeah. Williams, both Williams, receiver and running back, they got some talent over there. Penny Sewell. Yeah, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, I was thinking about. I was thinking about how many 
couple of years ago back, I wanted Quentin Nelson for the Giants, and I wanted him so bad, and then I just watched Dexter Lawrence just destroy him. It's just like... Yeah, Dexter... Yeah, Dexter Lawrence is... This D-line, I... I they just need yes. a better secondary. I I, I, I can't was... wait for the offseason. Offseason is going to be fun this year. How about let's finish this loss? This season has been fun. I don't want to rush this season. Let's continue it. I want them to go as far as possible, bro. I don't care. Like I don't care how other fan bases feel. We're in a rebuild mode. If the Giants go to the, go to the Super Bowl in a rebuild year, I don't care how your other fan bases feel. I don't. This is what we want. You can be as salty as you want. I don't care. And I hope they win as the underdog, and it makes you even more saltier, and it pisses all over your 2023, which has already been just a terrible year to start. But I don't care. This is what I, I – I enjoy this. Let's enjoy the ride. Don't rush to the offseason. March can wait. And I'm born, Mar, Mar, my birthday's in March, and I'm telling you, March can wait. March I... can wait. Let's, <laughs> let's see where we go here. Let's see where this goes. No, uh, but Minnesota even – doesn't scare me if we get Minnesota. And, again, if the Eagles beat us next week and we have to face the Eagles in the playoffs, they're not beating us three times in one season. Zay, even you if know. they win the Super Bowl, you don't think it'll be a fun offseason? I, I think regardless I think of it, the Giants, it it's going to be a fun offseason. I don't want to rush but... there. I want to get there. Once the Giants are out, we can rush there. I don't care after that. Once the Giants are out, we can rush there. But if, as long as they're still in it, let's go for it. I think they have a puncher's chance. Isn't that what y'all talk about on blowing jabs? People have a uh, yes. puncher's chance or something like that. I think yes, the Giants sir. have a puncher's chance, as y'all would put it. You're right. Puncher's chance, yeah. Uh, th- th- that's all they have. But I, they're moving in the right direction. They're, you already have the front office coming out. They're already going to lock down uh, DJ and Saquon for another year. Um, Makes and sense. Then, yeah, and I'm excited to see where you, where you build from this because this is just the first step in the Joe Shane Brian Dable era, and they're already exceeding expectations. So that's gonna be I'm excited I, I, to see what's going on. When I, I told you in the beginning, DJ is gonna be our quarterback for a very long time. And I was like, no, 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 it's not. He's here for a while. Get used to him. Well, I mean, this was the year. This was the year, Zay. This was the contract year. This was the year. Like you had to question it, and he's earned it. Like, I, I've talked to – like, he was under a microscope this year for a reason, and he surpassed it, especially especially after that last game. He was really, really – But they got rid of the incompetence around him. You put people yeah. who know what they're doing. Yeah. And, and if heard, they can – I heard Dable gave him a fake script during the postseason – preseason, excuse me, that had terrible plays and I was supposed to set him up in terrible situations to see how mentally tough he was. And they gave Tyrod Taylor – the good game plan and made him look better than DJ in the offseason just to see how mentally tough he was. If that was true, they okay. might have a completely different DJ out there than what I'm telling people. People sleeping on this man. He's He looks locked in like I've never seen. The falling throw he had, the decision making, the run for the touchdowns, he looks locked in. Bro, I'm telling you now. Yeah. Now, all we need now from him is, I think the next step for him, be locked in for a whole season. Granted, he, he did do very well this whole season. He had four, eight turnovers this year? And so get him, get him people around him. Get him people around him. 
Like, no, I, I mean locked in, like, being able to make the plays. Like, there were a lot in uh, – there were a lot of times where the, a lot of three and outs. I, I feel like the past couple games, especially the Washington games leading into this one. can't control that. They're getting it going. He can't He's control that. Look at, big three, look at the big three and out he had where he hit Richie James wide open. And yeah. That, you know, you that, can't control every aspect of the game. He – He's been doing a really good job of controlling what he can control. He's been hitting. Look, I've seen him make some throws. Just get him talent around it. Get it talent. He, he made a throw to Bellinger between two defenders, hit him right in the hands, and I'm like, this boy, he's accurate. He's lights uh-huh. out, bro. I'm telling you. Watch out for DJ in the playoffs. It, it'll be interesting. I'm excited. Uh, next week, wild card show. Let's go. And we're going to be talking about the Giants. It's going to be fun. But uh, all right. That's going to do it for us today. Um, big shout out to Annie Mac Home Mortgage for sponsoring today's episode. Big shout out to Clovercrest Media. Make sure you check out www.clovercrestmedia.com for more uh, podcasts and also more information about this podcast and more episodes as oh, well. Shout out, to, shout out to Joe also, who's going in for third surgery. Hopefully he gets back, you know, speedy recovery. Joe, we miss you. Yes, sir. We do miss you, Joe. And, uh, yeah. Uh, It's going to do it for myself, Big Jace, and King Zay. And we'll see you next week to talk more Giants football. Peace out, everyone. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Showing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.